time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for taking some time to be with us on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're talking about your survival guide and lessons learned for the next stock market crash. We have all experienced what this looks like, Glenn, in, uh, in recent memory and the, uh, you know, relatively still recent memory. You know, if you had forgotten what 2008 felt like, then 2020 was a good reminder for us all and a bit sobering moment of what it's like to experience that sudden market drop and what it feels like to have that panic seep in. And uh, it was interesting for me, Glenn, having parents who are now on the cusp of retirement, their reactions being different from 2008 to then what it felt like trying to navigate them through those waters this year when everything happened. It was uh, it was a stark difference. I was in college in 2008, um, and now this year, obviously, having hosted this show with you for many years and getting to learn a lot about the financial world, um, it was interesting to see my parents have a little bit more panic than they did back in, in 08 when everything went down. So now everybody always wants to know, Glenn, when's the next market crash going to come? We don't know if this virus is going to have a resurgence later in the fall or over the winter whether it's going to be, uh, I mean, we have election unknowns and question marks. We've got all these different things going on in the world today that could be a catalyst or a problem for the markets in the future. And so we don't know when those things will happen, but we know that there will be another bumpy ride in store for some of us at some point. Am I on the right track, at least in terms of we can't predict when that next one's going to happen? Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, right? I mean, everybody has a rearview mirror. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, but, but nobody has a crystal ball for sure. And so, you know, you, you realize that, I mean, there are certain warning signs that are out there, right? And, you know, you would be wise to pay attention. But that, but that being said, I mean, you know, you just you take everything that you're that what's going on in the economy and and all the different things that are that are that are taking place, and you have to, you know, digest it and and make sure that your plan that you have in place is makes sense for where you are in life, right? I mean, if you're 25 or 30 or 40 years old, you know, that, that's one thing. But if you're, you know, in your late 50s, early 60s, or, you know, and you're, you know, within a couple of years of retirement, or maybe you just retired, or maybe you're a little older, right? right? Maybe you're in your late 60s, or, you know, your early 70s or beyond, and you're already in retirement. Well, I mean, that's obviously going to be a, you know, a far different, you know, plan and, you know, an attitude and, you know, and, and, and everything that, that, that's there for you, you know, for your retirement. And you just have to make sure that the, the context of, of where you are in life and your and your financial plan and the way you have your assets positioned are makes sense to where you are now because nobody knows exactly when it's going to happen. And realistically, you know, if you if you have the right plan in, in place then you know you should be okay no matter what happens and and you know the 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 challenge is is that a lot of folks out there you know just th they don't necessarily have that plan in place you know they have some accounts and maybe they've saved money into them and maybe there's a fair amount of money there maybe there's a lot of money there but you know and, and, and unless there is a plan about that as as you well know and as everybody's if you you know you watch the you know the the movements of the marketplace and 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 so forth you know those numbers can change you know dramatically you know when when the when the markets start to you know to come unglued for whatever reason 
you know, and sometimes there's there's reasons that, that that can make more sense to more people. And then sometimes there's a black swan event that, you know, it's just like, hey, so this is kind of this weird thing happened, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden, you know, kaboom, you know, it, it just, you know, it blows up. But for whatever the case may be, it's just like you, you still have to deal with whatever the reality is and wherever you are in life. And if you're going to be relying on those resources for retirement, either now or in the next couple of years, then you better make sure that that you're you have things in place that you're going to be okay regardless. And so I, I just I, I tell people don't try to predict when the next one is. Is just be ready for the next one if that makes sense. Absolutely, yep. And uh, that's what we want to do on today's show is give you a little bit of a survival guide. We'll call it the five rule market crash survival guide. Five rules that you can follow to make it so that you don't lose your shirt next time that arrow on the uh, stock market graph comes tumbling down. All right, so Glenn, first element on the market crash survival guide, always have an understanding of how much risk you're exposed to. And this is also an element that can uh, that can change, right? Oh, I, well, absolutely, Walter. You know, no, you 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 want to be aware. It's like, you know, okay, what accounts do you have? How are those accounts positioned? You know, do you are you owning individual stocks? Are you owning mutual funds? What, you know, what are those companies? What are those funds? How, you know, how are they positioned? Are you going to be drawing, you know, income off of those, you know, directly? All of those things, you know, and, and, and what is the time frame of when you're going to be drawing money out? But you need to know what you're exposed to and what you're exposed to, you know, is, is one of the biggest reference points is, is, is where you are in life, right? I mean, if you're 40 or 45 or, you know, or younger, you know, or maybe even just a, a few years older than that. I mean, but if you're in that range where it's like you're still in the accumulation years, you know, yeah, you could see your account balance drop dramatically. Um, but yet at the same time, if you're not going to retire for another 20 or 25 years, well, then it's not as relevant to the overall in terms of seeing your uh, account balance drop as it would be for somebody who's 65, right? Because the context is different. If you're 45 and the, and the, and the markets drop and the prices of all the, of, of the assets that are out there in the marketplace drop, well, now you have an opportunity to go buy more shares at lower prices. And that's really an opportunity, you know, if you're 45, right? But if you're 65 and you have just retired or you're getting ready to retire and that happens, well, that's a whole different story, right? Now, you, you know, you don't, you're not going to be buying a lot more shares, you know, no matter, you know, whether they're at higher prices or lower prices, you're getting ready to pull the trigger or maybe you've already pulled the trigger and, and you're in retirement. So now, now you're in a whole different position. So you need to know what's the, what's your exposure? You know, do you have assets in place if you're in retirement or soon to be in retirement? Are they, you know, the, what you're going to be drawing your income from over the next number of years, you know, is, is that exposed to market risk? If so, that's something you probably want to evaluate and maybe diversify into some different things so that you know that you can draw off of certain assets for a number of years. And, you know, and if you have other other assets that are exposed to, you know, to the market, then you need to have a time horizon for those to be able to possibly go down and then and then recover back. So that you're you're not having to make withdrawals at, at significantly lower prices. It's all about the context of where you are, and, and and it's and it's critical that you understand what you're exposed to. And you know you're not exposed to the same things necessarily if you're 45 or versus 65. If that makes sense, Walter, are you are you with me? Yep, I'm with you all the way. Makes a lot of sense, absolutely. So yeah, step one: know the risk that you're exposed to. Market crash survival guide rule number two protect some of your gains as you go. You would think that that would be easy to do. Hey, you made money. You want to lock that in? 
But yet the answer that most of us, the way our actions are, we respond to that question by saying, nah, let's not do that. <laughs> well, that's right. You know, I mean, it, it, human nature is what it is, right? And, you, you know, you, you, you really look at what drives human behavior. And I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't really like this idea of thinking about it this way. But you ask, you know, you, you'll watch things on TV or you'll read articles and whatnot. And when they, when they talk about, you know, the things that, that, that drive market behavior, a lot of time it comes down to these elements of fear and greed. Right. And so it's, you know, and when things are going higher and everything looks great, you know, everybody wants more. Right. And so it's kind of hard to, you know, to make sure that, you know, that you're going to protect you know things as you go. Then on the other side of the coin, if things are, you know, calamitous and they're in the, and they're just, you know, falling precipitously, it's, you know, then, then fear starts to kick in. And so, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta realize it's like, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be times when things are really good and maybe even great. And there's going to be times when they're eh, just kind of okay. And there's going to be times when it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is awful. You know, is this ever going to end? All of those things are going to, you know, have happened in the past and they're, you know, and they're going to be happening in the future, right? It just, that's just the, the natural course of events. And so you, you've got to make me just kind of be, have a rational plan of action, you know, to be able to take those, those actions, you know, throughout time, no matter what's going on. Always helpful to make sure that you are protecting some of those gains as you go when appropriate, that's for sure. Another market crash survival guide tip, be sure that you're diversified appropriately. And I know that that's one of those big financial buzzwords, diversification, but uh, that doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about it. Right. Well, and again, it, it depends on what we mean by diversification, right? I mean, a lot of times when folks hear the word diversification and they think of that, they think of, you know, asset allocation and how much do I have in this kind of investment and how much do I have in that kind of investment? And that's certainly one form of diversification. But we also want to think in terms of diversification in, in, in time elements, right? We were just talking just a little bit earlier about, you know, it's like, well, if you're in retirement or you're getting ready to pull the trigger, you within a couple of years of, of retiring. And so now, you know, you're here and you're going to be drawing money out. Well, if you're the money that you know that you're going to be drawing out over the next five to 10 years probably shouldn't have an enormous amount of exposure, if, if any exposure at all to the markets. Right. And so that's a time element of diversification versus a, you know, an asset class of diversification. Another thing that we want to think in terms of is, is that when you go into retirement, the element of taxes really kind of can start to come into play because Number one, you have multiple streams of income. You may have Social Security. There's possibly a pension. Maybe, you know, you have, you know, you're going to be drawing money out of your 401k or your IRA. And not all of those things are going to be treated necessarily the same way in the tax code. Whereas when you were in your working years and, and the vast majority, if not all of your income was coming from your wages or from your business income. And so there's not a whole lot of things that you could do to make that appear on your tax return differently because it just was. It was earned income. It was ordinary income. Whereas you know you, you move into retirement, well, you know, there's the possibility of Roth IRAs, Roth distributions, Roth conversions, um, money coming in from Social Security may or may not be subject to taxation based on what, how your other assets are positioned and what your other income is. And so when we start thinking about diversification for retirement, or as you're heading towards retirement, we want to think in terms of tax diversification as well, in terms of what kind of accounts are, do you have in place and what are the balances in, you know, in your taxable accounts and your pre-tax accounts or, or your tax deferred accounts and possibly tax free. A lot of folks, you know, the, there's a whole lot of money that's sitting in tax deferred accounts and that's not necessarily a bad thing. The question is, is 
do you, you know, is, is it possible that you may be overloaded and have too much money in, in tax deferred and not enough in, in what may be tax favored or tax free? And is there a way to reposition that and diversify that a little bit so that you can insulate yourself a little bit from the possibility of higher tax rates in the future or maybe be able to protect more of your Social Security income from getting taxed? And that's a different type of diversification that a lot of people have never really been exposed to or ever made any plans for. Another great point, Glenn. Absolutely. All right. One more uh, example here. This is rule four of the market crash survival guide. Don't try to time the market. Boy, it's hard to do, Glenn. It's so attractive to try and, you know, win that lottery guess, essentially. Right. Well, I mean, mean, again, human nature is what it is, right? But yeah, you don't want to try to time it. You know, you can think in terms of, well, where are you in life, as we've been talking about, you know? Is it possible to position your your portfolio into, into portfolios and in other financial products that help to lower the volatility, right? Because if you know you're going to be taking, you know, money out, you know, on a regular basis and, and, and there's possibly not going to be any new money coming in, well, you're in a far different place than you were. And so you can't really time the market per se, but you can position so that you are at a place where you lower your volatility so you're not exposed to as much because you're going to be treating those accounts differently, right? Instead of only just putting money in and, you know, and, you know, and planning for the future and accumulating for retirement, you're actually, you know, you know, moving into or in retirement. And now as a matter of making sure that it lasts, you're going to preserve and, and, you know, and, and then start taking distributions, right? You know, preservation and distribution is a far different strategy and far different positioning of your portfolio than is the accumulation years when you're saving for retirement. So you just you can't be thinking in terms of timing it. You have to be thinking in terms of do I have a strategy in place and do I have a plan in place that is going to take an account to where I am in life and not worry about, you know, the you know, the wild swings of the markets up and down. All right, one last one here, Glenn. Step five of the five rule market crash survival guide. If you have a well conceived plan in place, then this is really important. Don't panic when the crash comes. Even though it can be very scary, don't hit that panic button. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. I mean, that's kind of what we were just talking about, right? I mean, you want to make sure that you are you know, that you're positioned well, no matter what happens, and that comes from you know planning in advance. If you're in the retirement years or just getting ready to retire, you know, if you haven't already started to position your your funds, you know, to be able to start building an income plan and a preservation plan and your legacy plans and long term care, you know, hedges and, and all of those things, then you you really need to, you know, to take a look at that and make sure that you, you're getting those plans in place. I mean, we had a we kind of had a little warning, you know, earlier in the in the year, you know, the, the markets had a, you know, a terrible, you know, uh, March and uh, an awful lot of people saw their values of their accounts drop dramatically. Then there was this, you know, this this incredible, you know, rally back, and so it was, you know, it was almost like a, you know, a month, a month to two months, and and then it was, it was like somebody sneezed, and then it all, and it was all okay, at least in the markets. Well, you know, it may not happen that way, you know, it, when when it drops again, you know, I mean, obviously time will tell, but you know, typically in a scenario is is that you know when you have significant downturns, at some point. Some of those downturns and most of those downturns are not necessarily going to snap back as quickly as what we just witnessed. And so, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a warning bell. It's like, OK, did you see what just happened? Did you, you know, were you looking at your account balances? 
Are you getting ready to retire? Are you in retirement? You know, what if that happens again and, and doesn't come back so quickly? Are you going to be okay? And you want to make sure that you have that plan in place so you don't have to have that panic. And, you know, and then ultimately when people are making decisions when they're in a, when they're in a bad state of mind or in a panic state of mind, they typically are, are not, not equipped to make really good decisions. And so, again, we want to try to plan in advance and make sure that you have a strategy that makes sense and plans that are in place that, that they're going to make sure that you're going to be okay regardless of what the markets do. All great points, Glenn, and uh, wise to talk about these things, I think, because we don't know when the next market crash is going to happen, but we do know it will at some point. And these are some good tips to make sure that you're prepared for when that day comes. If you have trouble dealing with the emotional ups and downs of the market, worried about the next market crash, not sure if you're well diversified or uh, that you understand how much risk you're exposed to and some of the questions we've talked about today, uh, go ahead and give Glenn a call. Have a conversation about what your plan looks like and how you can improve it going forward. Here's the number to call, 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. 3535. Glenn is a registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And you can also go online to schedule that time to meet roadmapfinancial.com. That is roadmapfinancial.com. Just click the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and you can schedule a time to chat. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Hopefully that helps give you some good info on surviving the next stock market crash. We'll talk to you again on the next episode right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.